he will never ever give up. And most importantly, he will never ever let you down. Listen, living, listening to Synchronon. Sick and wrong. Yes, you're listening to Synchronon. The Sick and Wrong, the world source for antisocial commentary. God, what a bunch of scumbags. Good evening, welcome to Sick and Wrong, the world source for antisocial commentary. I'm your host, T-Simon. And I'm Harrison. That was tricks there, Harrison. <sighs> Man, just... Fighting and fucking all the time. Fighting and fucking. Fighting and fucking. Yeah. And, and this isn't yourself. This is... Yes. You, with a partner. With a partner. Yeah. Wow. Always. Huh. It's exhausting. This means love. love. Fighting and yeah. fucking. That is, that is love. Well, it's good. I mean, if you didn't have one or the other, I mean, it balances out. It's like a yin and a yang. It does. Thing. Yeah, it, it really does. It does, does. It, does it become tedious though, over time? Like, are there times when you go over to see your significant other and you just want to like hang out and talk about the show Stranger Things or another show you happen to watch on Netflix? Um, no, not, no, it hasn't, no. No, no it's still, uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's a wild, it's a wild But ride. I'm just saying, do you long for that period in the relationship where you can just go over and enjoy that person's presence without having to stick your penis inside of her? Well, I mean, that shit happens too, you know. And slap her in the face at the same time. In, in between, in between stuff you know you talk about you're like oh let's have a conversation about the thing and then later let's scream at each other about bullshit and then let's just you know have a like a marathon fuck session followed by screaming at each other about bullshit well this sounds like a passionate relationship to me yes this is good though i mean it's kind of like you you get to have makeup sex makeup sex is some of the best sex you can possibly have it is fantastic and uh also let me just tell you that these uh these dildo gags are not constructed for the rigorous work that is required of them. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> That's all I'm saying. I mean, can you define dildo gag? All right. Well, it's it's a gag, right? With a fucking big dildo on the end of it. So, uh, so you have a is it a lady like- might you know handcuff you and then put one of these on you. And then you like fuck her with it with your fucking with head. With your face. With your face. With your face. And what? it's it's you're really just shoving your fucking face in there and really getting in there and getting the job done. So the base of the dildo yeah. is in your mouth. No, it's like a rubber thing is in your mouth. Like and a then, ball? Like yeah, it's yeah, a yeah. rubber ball. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then the dildo comes out. And the is other. there like a clamp on the and around the back of your head? Yeah, a buckle. It's a buckle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so you're just saying But the there, thing is you're biting down on the thing and it's this kind of latex or whatever silicone or something and it's real flimsy so you end up biting biting through it practically. So wait, is that why you're wearing the neck brace? Yes. Okay. I was yeah, yeah, you, yeah. Got, you got whiplash. Well, that and an insurance scam I'm oh, running. Okay, all right. Know, so. <laughs> right. <laughs> You're in a, like a, a very uh, dangerous fender bender or something. Right, yeah. yeah. Also, I have an, a lawsuit against adamandeve.com. Oh, faulty Keep... dildo gag. Yeah, yeah. Nice. So I'm running that. I hope that I hope that there's not a conflict with our show. Let's did you use uh, coupon code diddle to buy that dildo gag? <laughs> yeah, I sure did. Nice. Mm-hmm. All right. Discount. 50% mm. off. Get a clip bumper. Well, Harrison, uh, while you're out fighting and fucking strapping on that dildo gag. <laughs> I'm sitting here 
wallowing in just despair, darkness, melancholy. It's it's weird. Yeah, I'm in a mood. I've been in a mood this whole week. What are we? What are we? What is this? Trading places? I know. <laughs> it, it, it's just weird. It's like we're like shifting. Yeah. Star signs or something. I, okay. No, I be, you know what it is. The the only word I can really accurately use to describe my mood the past couple of days is Weltschmerz. Ah, Weltschmerz, world weariness. Yeah, there's a there's a thousand dollar word. The yids. Yeah, no, it's, it's a great it's a great word. Mm. It's a German word, sure. and uh, the Germans have great terms for this. Is a, they're, uh, it's a brilliant language to yeah. describe accurately describe everything. Yes, your moods. Um, Schadenfreude. That's another good term. Yep. But uh, Weltschmerz is is a bit different. It's instead of like ex- experiencing pleasure at someone else's pain, which I'm sure the Germans love to have. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just it's just being just encompassed by a sense of just world weariness. Yeah, an all encompassing feeling of melancholy. Right. Just you're just you're just over it. Yeah. And you know what I think it is? I, I, you know I don't know. I usually it's like I read the news every day. I'm addicted to the reading news. It's 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 very rare that I ever feel anything from it. Mm. Bit of a sociopath in that way. But it's just everything. It's just the the the, the turkey coup, uh, the the Black Lives Mattering or not mattering, the cops murdering the black people whose mm. lives don't matter, uh, Donald Trump possibly being the next president, Chachi speaking at the RNC. <laughs> <laughs> it's just all this stuff. This stuff just kind of snowballing together just to like to make me world wary. Have you have you been watching the RNC? I haven't, but now I'm, you got me thinking about turkey with some couscous. I'm like, you know, that sounds kind of good. good. Actually, yeah. But no, I haven't watching it. I, I was driving today home from a session of things, and uh, you know, um, I did, heard I heard I heard some NPR on the whole Ted Cruz thing and the whole. That did whole you business. still have the dildo gag in while you were driving? I forgot to take it out. <laughs> you know. Stopped at the post office. It was, it was locked. Yeah, it was like, oh shit! You, you know, you can lock those McDonald's things. It like, becomes uh, a problem. Take your fries and leave, sir. Right. <laughs> um, you know, a friend of mine actually was like, "Hey, you want to come over and take some Molly and watch the RNC?" And this wasn't a girl. This is a, a friend I work with. A right? Guy. I, I was just like, "What?" Right? Like, really? That's that's not how you're supposed to to do Molly. You don't you, you don't, don't take Molly and watch the RNC. Well, you know, it's not all about fucking. Molly, you know, no, I, yeah, that's the thing. I, w- I was thinking about it. It's yeah. just like, but my, if I'm going to actually take the, the the mental exertion to go do Molly, right, and then I feel like shit the next day, yeah, I want to do it with a chick so I can have sex. All right, it's worth it to me. Yeah. However, I, w- I was like, you know, I'll probably do a lot of cocaine and go watch the RNC because it's going right. to be kind of funny. Sure, I mean, it's a sideshow, right? You know that that Republican convention, a sideshow of racism, and misogyny. I like the merch. I've been looking at some of the merch. Ah, oh, dude, it's amazing. Did yeah. you see that one? Uh, the KFC Hillary special. I did see that. Yeah. <laughs> what was yeah. it? Two small breasts, two fat thighs, and a left wing. Yeah. And that's really clever. No, that's but that's like the right wing, you know, equivalent of Oscar Wilde. You know, like seriously, <laughs> <laughs> these brilliant minds of yeah, the yeah. alt right <laughs> coming clever. together. Yeah, yeah. They make these clever slogans. Mm-hmm. Oh, what about the one that was like straight out of Amer- out of America? Ugh. It's like they tried to they tried to like take uh, appropriate NWA with was it DWA or something? I yeah, mean, it was, it was something Trump stupid. with attitude. Trump with yeah. attitude. TWA. That's what it was. And then Donald the Scott Bayo thing, which I heard, and I didn't hear his whole speech. I only heard a clip on the radio where he's like, you know, let's make America great again. 
but let's make America America again. <laughs> what does that mean? Well, my Am I watching Adult Swim? What the fuck does that even mean, man? But you know, that's the only celebrity you could get to speak at your fucking convention. Uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger yeah. was a Republican governor. He wouldn't speak at it. Yeah, <laughs> it's like, like Chachi. What the? Uh, like honestly, is this the Baltimore Comic Con or something? <laughs> You know, like, what are you, uh, what are you going to get uh, fucking the guy who played Giles on Buffy the Vampire Slayer to speak at the goddamn convention, you know? Yeah. What the it, fuck? It, 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 it Honestly. It's tragic. We got Peter Mayhew, who is uh, Chewbacca in the original Star Wars films. He's this eight foot tall man. He'll be speaking, you know, like, what the shit? Lou, what, what about Lou Ferrigno? Yeah. That yeah. Guy, that guy's a Davis, supremacist, you know, racist Republican. Lou Ferrigno is a deaf white supremacist now? I don't know. He's just a, he's one of those other white nationalist Republicans back. I don't know if he's... I don't even think he's a white supremacist. That might be a little bit strong. But he's just one of those, like, Republicans. It's, like, really nationalistic and backing Trump, making America great again. But he doesn't that Lou Ferrigno deaf voice. Hashtag white genocide. Yeah, that's pretty much what it is. Okay. Um, but Chachi, yeah, it's like, ch seriously, Chachi, what the fuck do you possibly have to say? Yeah, I, I, you know, piece of shit out of me, you know? I heard he cribbed some lines from Fonzie's, uh, Jump the Shark speech, I don't know if you... Did he? You know, no, I'm oh, okay. Because <laughs> that'd be just the best. That'd be the best thing ever. Yeah. That was the best, that was, that was, there's, there's been a lot of, uh, hilarious yeah. moments from the RNC, uh, yeah. Ted Cruz not endorsing Trump, Trump being very angry, Trump no. almost, uh, making out with Mike Pence. Hmm. The VP, the, the VP that he he selected, and then uh, Melania Trump, like basically just plagiarizing a paragraph of a Michelle Obama speech. That was funny. Sure, yeah, that, yeah. Was, that was really funny. But you know, they, this whole thing—that's what I'm saying. It just kind of builds into this like just wariness of it all. It's just like I'm just over it. I'm overhearing about Hillary Clinton next week. The Democrats are just going to have an anti-Trump orgy. Yeah, you they know, are. it's like yeah, and they're just going to be like Donald Trump, pillar of hatred. You know, it's like, and then this week is Donald Trump and, and his cronies, Chris Christie, be like, lock her up, put her in prison. It's like, really, Chris Christie? You're saying we should lock Hillary Clinton up? Bridgegate, hello? It's just like, yeah, yeah. It's, yeah. it's, it's all of these liars. And then just, and, and these, these, the racism and just everything building. And then, you know I thought I mean? they wouldn't let Chris, is, was Chris Christie there? I thought yeah, he got yeah, locked no. out or something. No, no, no. He, Chris Christie, he, well, he didn't get picked as the, uh, the VP. <laughs> like, I, I thought they let him to speak on stage and then they're like, okay, right through here, Mr. Christie. And then it's at the doors to the stadium. He's outside. He's locked out. Well, they actually tricked him and locked him in a Krispy Kreme. Ah, he, he was okay. cool with that. Yeah. <laughs> he was just like, all right, yeah. I'll wait it out here. As long as I can be secretary of agriculture, Donald. Mm. But you know, that, that's the thing. Like that guy. His political career is over unless he's something on Donald Trump's cabinet. I think mm. he should be like the shoeshine boy or something. Right. Or maybe the, the donut guy. That'd be good. He's, he's mm. got uh, experience in that, that area. Uh, but then, you know, I read today, this is another thing that just kind of made me, uh, my, my ex ex exacerbated my feeling of Velschmerz. The creators of Idiocracy, Mike Judge, um, and uh, the writer, I forget his name, uh, Eton something, uh, they won't be making those anti-Trump ads like they promised. Did you hear about that? I've heard nothing about this. So Mike Judge and the original writer of Idiocracy uh, were planning to team up with actor Terry Crews, who played, um, oh, what's it, the, the president, Camacho yeah. or whatever. Um, and they were going to make all these anti-Trump TV commercials. But in the vein of, like, Idiocracy, exactly, like, basically predicting the rise of the movie. You know, yeah. honestly, I think Idiocracy is overrated. I don't. It's everyone, a funny movie. <sighs> you didn't like the movie. It's like everyone our age just 
just let it go. Shut the fuck up about it. And, you know, like, I don't know. It, it was a me. good, you're just jealous because you didn't think of it. I was like fucking 12 when they came, or whenever they came out. Yeah, I don't even you know. You were not 12. You were definitely of age to be able to write a movie like that. I was like on heroin. It was in my early 20s. <laughs> I wasn't of age. I, was, I couldn't have done shit, you know? It's a funny movie. Did you, did you hate Beavis and Butthead? I liked it when I was fucking 13. It was great. What about Silicon Valley? I haven't seen it. That's a good. You, yeah. I, I just don't think you can you can you know, mentally comprehend. Not everyone judge. can like everything. It's fine. <laughs> well, you anyway, Idiocracy is a funny movie, and it's kind of funny because there's obviously mm. parallels to Donald Trump's presidential yeah. campaign. I mean, say what you want about Mike Judge, but unlike me, he has not been called the Michael Winslow of white genocide. No, so, I don't think he has. Yeah. Who's called you that? Boop boop. Oh, uh, I don't know. You know, uh, several <laughs> news. You know, news websites. The you guy know? standing outside yeah, at the right aid. Yeah, I just had a cigarette <laughs> outside there. Some guy said it. Sure. Um, it seems that anyway that Mike Judge mm. decided not to uh, do these uh, commercials after all because he's afraid of offending fans of Donald Trump. Sure. Yeah, of course. He's afraid of like half the country. No, if your business is, is making popular entertainment, you don't want to alienate people. You know? Absolutely. Yeah, so there you go. Makes sense it's to just, me. It, it, it's just kind of rolling. It's just, it's snowballing this feeling of Velschmerz, and then this whole thing with the the alt right hero Milo Yiannopoulos, the, that guy. Is that like alt country? What? Like yeah. What it, <laughs> have you have you have you not familiar with the term alt right? Not really. You mentioned it before, but I never. So alt right, this mm. this faction of conservatives who are basically just intellectual white supremacists mm. they're like intelligent racists right um they, but yet they're like rabidly supporting donald trump mm. and then they're they're a huge faction of the of the republican um republican uh, constituency so they're basically like anthropomorphized cognitive dissonance exactly yeah that's pretty much what these okay. guys are all right but enough. these are the guys that are like you know flag waving guy uh, yelling you know they're cop killers black lives matter equals cop killers they're the ones saying like you know spreading the islamophobia and like all oh. muslim people shouldn't come in the country is this a sector of 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 right wing that kind of mingles with conspiracy theories where they're also this talking about chemtrails well Alex my dad was telling me he's like he's like you got to prepare because the satellites are going to do their emp you know, well, and I'm like, shit. I don't think Alex Jones embraces the white supremacist ideology. Mm. However, he definitely would be considered the, you know, be lumped into this alt-right category. Okay. Uh, what about that guy, Rep Representative Steve King, a Republican from Iowa, who actually said that white people are responsible for everything good that's been created. Okay. Like, he's like, name one thing a person of color's ever created that mattered. And you're just Ooh. like, what are you talking about? Yeah. You're an actually elected representative? Yeah. And these people are supporting Donald Trump. Well, anyway, mm. one of their spokespeople, who I think is basically the gay Ann Coulter. I mean, this guy is such a self-loathing homosexual that mm. it's just it's just kind of... You just feel pity for him just looking at this guy. His name's Milo Yiannopoulos. Mm. And uh, he's a uh, editor from Breitbart. You ever read Breitbart? Oh, yeah, all not. the time. The, uh, <laughs> I love it. Yeah. <laughs> you have it bookmarked? <laughs> right. <laughs> um, anyway, this guy... Um, He's just a troll. He's an internet okay. troll. But he's a super gay, fashionable-looking troll. Mm. And I, he uses his his homosexuality as a vehicle to like combat the liberals, being like, not all homosexuals are, are leftist. Are there scarves involved? Uh, he was wearing uh, his... Uh, he did a, a held a gays for Trump party at the, yeah. at the RNC, or outside the RNC. And uh, he was not wearing a scarf, but he was wearing a, yeah. a tank top with a bulletproof vest over it to make a point. 
And like Blade, you know, Wesley Snipes Blade type yeah. of sunglasses. Mm. Well, so now he's considering himself a martyr. He's the martyr because he's been permanently suspended from Twitter. Okay, yeah. And you know, this, this whole thing just kind of, it, it, the, the whole thing just kind of bothers me. Right. It really gets my goat here. It's so, Yiannopoulos, Milo, Gay Ann, let's just call him Gay Ann Coulter. Gay Ann Coulter playing and if, an if intense you, if you, if, if, And if you get to the point where you're banned from using a product made by a company that's basically run by like 27-year-old Ayn Rand reading fucking psychopaths... <laughs> Then you've really done something crazy, you know? Well, the thing is with Twitter, as it, like compared to Facebook or Instagram or some of those other sites, Twitter was kind of like that last bastion of internet freedom. It's like, you know, porn stars. You could post nudity and pornography on Twitter. Right. You know, and you could... Uh, what tweet, about Tumblr, could, dude? You know? Well, Tumblr, too. But Tumblr mm. started cracking down. Oh, on, have uh, they? Yeah, on some of the expressions. So it was really Twitter is kind of the... Twitter and Tumblr, I would say, were pretty much the, the last mm. remnants of the time when the internet was free. What the fuck does Tumblr have if you get rid of the porn? Animated GIFs well, of fucking Tom Hiddleston? They're not what the getting fuck rid of porn. Have? It's just they're censoring some of the Tumblr okay. type of sites. I the see. porn's definitely going to be there. Same with Twitter's not getting rid of the porn. Right. What they're trying to, to, to curb is this, this gang-style harassment. Ah. This gangland targeting. It's, <laughs> they actually call it brigading. Which yeah. is the act of a group targeting specific subjects and strategizing ways to collectively harass or threaten them. Did you just say gangland targeting? <laughs> well, yeah. it's, it's, it's 1932, Chicago, gangland targeting with Al Capone's men. It is kind of like that, if you think about it. Okay, I, I mean, guess it's so. like these alt-right, yeah. you know, these, these alt-right conservatives, as they call themselves, should just come out and be like, hey, we're Nazis, all right? Right. Because that's what they are. But they need to hide behind Twitter or sub, some subreddit or 4chan mm. or whatever to, in order to attack people like Leslie Jones from the movie Ghostbusters. Mm. And then, that's how it all started. Um, Gay Ann Coulter uh, just basically you know, uh, encouraged his fans to, to attack Leslie Jones and harass her. And it, it wasn't just because he, he critiqued her. He didn't like the, the new movie Ghostbusters. He's a critic of the new movie Ghostbusters. Okay. He, uh, he feels that it's a feminist flop. And it's okay. a gimmick to put women in, in, in this position. And there's been a backlash against this movie for the past, what, year? Okay. You know, ever since this movie is going to come out. That, and, the, and so a lot of this, this, this harassment towards, uh, towards Leslie Jones, who's the, she plays the black character, she's a comedian from Saturday Night Live. Sure. Has been like, like overwhelmingly racist. Okay. Like explicitly racist. And it's, it's just kind of like, why, who cares about the movie Ghostbusters? Why does this movie matter so much? Um, because of the internet, you know? Because it's like, it's somehow become a feminist thing. Because a lot of people I know, like on Facebook, like women who are, they're like, yeah, it's great. And, you know, even if it's not good, they're going to say it's good. I mean, yeah. I don't know. I don't watch. Did you see the movie? Uh, no, I don't. I mean, I don't watch, uh, what's it called? Uh, remakes. You've Rebo never, you've never. The seen only one I've ever seen is Star Trek. But I, to be fair, I've never watched the original Star Trek. Did you see the new Star Wars movie? It's not a remake. It's basically a remake. It's of not a, so It's basically a remake of a new but it, hope. I, I, but not officially. It's not a remake. Yeah. But you know, no, I don't see remakes because they're fucking terrible. You know, well, that's the problem with this movie. Is like, like I don't know. Did you go see the goddamn Dukes of Hazard remake with goddamn Jessica Simpson? No. Of course not. That was a good movie, actually. I, mean, <laughs> I never saw that. You know, this movie I went and saw because, yeah. whatever, it's Ghostbusters. You know, sure. the original movie, 
Is it just some sacred cow of filmmaking? It's just a funny fucking it's a, it's a funny 80s movie. movie. It's a funny it. 80s movie. Yeah, yeah, Much yeah. like Police Academy. Yeah. And you know, it's like... So and also, there's a weird... I mean, the, the black character... The, the whole situation with the, the Winston Zedmore is weird in, in the original Ghostbusters. It, yeah, right? that is kind of and weird. And I just learned this because original... The reason he kind of like shows up midway through the film... Like, you ever think that was weird how Ernie Hudson just kind of shows up like, ah, you guys have a job opening, right? Hey... I, he's just a guy who shows up, you know, it's in midway through the fucking film. It was because it was supposed to be Eddie Murphy. Oh, and then Ed, really? Eddie Murphy pulled out, you know, I wonder why he backed I mean, Ernie out. Hudson's a great actor, but he's not like a fucking comic genius, you know? Well, uh, Leslie Jones, it's just funny to me that's like, yeah. I remember some of the, 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 the people that were critiquing the movie early on yeah. were saying like, why does the black lady have to work at the uh, transit authority? You know, she was just like a, a yeah. she worked at like, what was it, the MTA? Sure. The, the New York Transit Authority? Yeah. And, uh, but she, I mean, there are a lot of talented engineers that work for the MTA. Let's not be Yeah, nuts, but she was uh, you know? one of the ticket takers. Oh, that's. You know, and it's like, and then all of a sudden that's she sees bullshit. some kind of supernatural yeah. incident. And now she's like, I got to join the Ghostbusters. Mm. My, my, you know, I did, I liked the movie. The movie was fun. Yeah. The CG was kind of cool. You know, it was enjoyable to watch. Sure. I, did, I didn't yeah. think it was that, I didn't think it was a great movie. It's not a movie I'll probably see again. I didn't think it was a movie. I didn't think it was at the same level as the original. Mainly, not because it was female. There were female actors because the story was. You're not good. even allowed to dislike this movie, D. So that's why I, I, I'm mis. I'm very distrustful of anything you say right now, because if you say if you're like I don't like it, you're you hate women. You're a fedora wearing, mustache twirling misogynist on Reddit. You know that's what you are. So but, you know what's also just fun fact here. Because I actually, as a kid, I actually liked the, the real Ghostbusters cartoon more than the actual fucking film, right? Do you ever watch the cartoon? No, the cartoon was fun, but I liked the movie way better. Well, fuck you then, okay? <laughs> anyway, no, it was great. But the funny thing about the cartoon is that Ernie Hudson auditioned to voice fucking... Winston? To voice Winston Zedmore on the cartoon, and he didn't get the job, and they gave it to Arsenio Hall. <laughs> <laughs> Did the other guys voice uh, the characters? Fuck no. So it's just you know? all yeah, yeah, it's, it's kind of sad, man. Because I like sad. Ernie Hudson so Ernie a lot. Ernie Hudson had nothing else going yeah. on. I mean, the warden on Oz, that guy was fucking dope, you know? Well, so anyway, you know, it's like if you actually do have a salient point to make, an actual critique of the movie. You can't. Don't do no, it. No, but no, I'm, I'm, what I'm saying is like Gay Ann Coulter, instead yeah. of encouraging his minions to go harass this, this actress who was just tweeting like, go see my movie. It's like instead of encouraging his fans and uh, and empowering them to go harass this lady and base and their their harassment wasn't they they weren't critiquing the movie basically they were just saying calling her an ape and it was just ad hominem attacks for no reason she's just an actor in a movie like who, who, who gives, gives a, a shit she took a job it's the same as like taking a job at, you know. But but that's what I'm saying about all like, these alt right the guys, these MRA activists, and these these people that hide on 4chan and on Twitter and Gay Ann Coulter. It's like, why don't you actually engage in a meaningful debate with with Leslie Jones and sure. Paul Feig, and maybe maybe discuss your your the reason you didn't like the movie? I don't even think there should be a meaningful debate because this is a multi billion dollar yeah. property by Sony. Sony owns this. It's it's a multi billion dollar fucking uh intellectual property you know it's basically the creative equivalent of you know uh burger king exactly you know no i I agree with that but so it's like let's oh yeah let's let's have a debate about fucking burger king no either go get the fucking burger and enjoy it or don't 
No, but if this guy's going to say that this is a a feminist flop, like this is a <sighs> you know this 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 feminist movie that came out. And uh, because of third wave feminism, and that's why this movie's being made, it's like a, that sounds like it's a symptom of a larger issue. Like he's um, uh, he has a larger issue in the movie, whether or not it's just Ghostbusters remake with women. It's, it's he has a, a definite issue with it. It's like let's let's have a debate then. You got four hundred thousand Twitter followers. You have more than Leslie Jones. Well, why not actually go say it to her face? Call, go call her an ape to her face. Sure, yeah, that's what I want to see. Right? Would these guys ever do that? No. No, they wouldn't. Nobody this, comes talking to me about, you know, when I was in England about Dan fucking feathers. Coulter, you know, Gay Ann Coulter that. won't they go on it. YouTube. Yeah. And that's the thing. It's like if they actually, if Leslie Jones and Gay Ann Coulter actually had a, a debate or a discussion or a conversation on YouTube, people would actually tune in to see it. Give the proceeds to charity. Gay Ann Coulter won't do that because he's too much of a pussy to face her. I'm like making the porn in my mind. <laughs> Of <laughs> Ann Coulter and let it, like, just yeah, but you got to see this Milo Yanonopoulos okay. or whatever his name is. This guy is—he's essentially a gay right. Ann Coulter. Um, well, he, I mean, Ann Coulter hates herself. Right. This guy hates himself, and as much as he says he doesn't, he does, and well, you can tell. Well, here's the thing: because even way before this movie even came out, there were the the, the MRA jackasses who are like, Ugh. "It's ruined. They're ruining my childhood," and it's like. Motherfucker, if I had a time machine, I would go back in time and ruin your childhood. I would cut off your fucking foot, and then you go through the rest of your childhood without, uh, or I'd rape your fucking father in front a, of you. I would make you a know? German Scheiser movie with your mother. That would be that would ruin your, your goddamn childhood, and then and then you'd see. But you know, because does Ghostbusters really define your childhood? Because I can think of a, a I don't know. 50 other movies from that time period that were better than Ghostbusters that were more meaningful to me. Yeah, I, yeah, I mean, it's it's stupid. And it doesn't matter because it's a movie that exists. Like, everyone's stupid and everyone needs to just take take a step back because I guarantee you, uh, like, the only purpose of this movie is to further enrich Sony executives, okay? Yeah. And I guarantee you when this controversy started happening like two years before the movie even came out, there are, uh, you know, Sony employees that made PowerPoint decks about how to exploit the controversy to to give the film free publicity. I guarantee you. Well, I mean, they, they probably did. Yeah. I mean, I think they did. But I don't know if they could have anticipated such a backlash against women. It's, it's I mean, that their main the, the the main problem they have with this movie is that there are four women in it instead of men. A lot of these people, especially these MRA guys. Right. You know, it's like, oh, they they remade a beloved film, you know, an iconic masterpiece with women. As, as if, who cares? Yeah. Who cares if women are in this movie? Right. So Twitter, Twitter took a major step and they decided to ban Gayan Coulter completely. Like, he'll, he'll never be, he's been suspended several times, but now he's permanently banned. And so now he's saying he's a martyr for sp- free speech. I've never seen them permanently ban anyone. I mean, Tila um, Tequila gets banned like once a week, but she's always back talking about how the Jews did 9-11 every week, you know? No, they, they banned uh, a handful of extremely abusive internet trolls, like Chuck Johnson hmm. or uh, that notorious pickup artist Roosh, who once bragged about date raping a woman hmm. on Twitter. They, those guys have been banned. Okay. And, uh, you know, it's, and I, you know, it's, I, that's, that's the problem I'm, I'm, I'm having here, and I'm kind of torn. It's like, you got these guys that are fucking assholes. Right. These alt-white 
you know, white supremacists, these alt-right white supremacists that go out there and they're just internet trolls. And yeah. they, they use their, their fame to, 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 to get all their minions up to attack people for no reason. And not even to, to, to attack them on an intelligent level. It's just like, let's just base, base attacks on their, on their skin color. Right. Yeah, that's what it is. So they're not even saying anything meaningful. Just Nazis. Mm. But then you got these liberals on the other side that cry about everything. Yeah. And then will report you. You know, you send one. How many times have, have I seen these people report people on the sick and wrong Facebook page? It's a, it's a fucking group page for sick and wrong material. I've reported people. God, just. <laughs> I have. It's just. It's, it's just a, for laughs, though, you know. But it's a nation of crybabies. Right. You know, you have gay Ann Coulter here crying about it's freedom of speech. It's and not then, freedom of speech. That's not what freedom of speech is. And then, then you get the liberals on the other side being like, he's attacking me. Mm. You know, these people are attacking and harassing me. And it's just, you know, I agree with Twitter in this case. Mm. You know, this guy, this is a campaign of targeted harassment based on skin color mm. against a woman that didn't deserve this. Right, you know, it's no. like, and and I agree with that. And this guy's got a history of it, so yeah, you know, sorry, Gay Ann Coulter, Leslie you can't Jones. go on Twitter anymore. Get over it. Yeah, and and Leslie, yeah, well, like fuck you. What do you need? You know, yeah. Le- Leslie Jones is a very funny actor, um, but uh, she is also the Heinrich Himmler um, of what. <laughs> I'm sitting here letting you go with this, and I'm like, I'm not going to comment. I'm just kind of wondering where he's going. She's the Heinrich Himmler of date rape. <laughs> I'm going to go ahead and say that. It's abstract, yeah, people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, you, you, know? Can, uh, you, can, uh, you can interpret that however you please. Because I'm, I'm kind of... I'm just... Somebody's going to pick that up. I'm just going to take it. I like the some, way it sounds. Yes. Yeah, I like the way it sounds. Some news agency is going to pick that up. So anyway, now we have Twitter <laughs> censoring people. So now Twitter no longer is yeah. a, a site of internet freedom. Mm. And, it, and really, it's like, you know, I just don't give a shit anymore. No. I don't give a shit anymore. Go see Ghostbusters. Welcome. It's Join a the fun club. movie. Yeah. But it's a fucking movie about a fake job. Yeah. <laughs> there, there, there is no such job as Ghostbusters. That's another thing, because there's all these posts on Facebook like, finally, little girls have something. Like... <laughs> I was really fucking upset when I found out that you couldn't actually be a Ghostbuster. It was, and that was like two years ago, you know, when I, like, I had aspired to do this. Yeah, but you know what these little girls can do? What can they do? They can wear lingerie versions of Ghostbuster outfits at Comic-Con and walk around, even though they're 14, and uh, they can look extremely alluring to the pedophiles that are uh, hawking their wares <laughs> and their comic books at the Comic-Con booths. I'm not touching that remark. I'm not going near that shit. <laughs> Much like Harrison will be doing this weekend. Are you, Yo, you going to be going? You're I'm going to be. Uh, I'm going to be there. I'm going to be sexy Winston Zedmore. <laughs> <laughs> Do you? Okay, but when yeah. you're sitting there at your booth and you see like a 16 year old come by wearing some insanely sexy brogue or first of all i don't know how outfit. old women are anymore. okay but okay. do you like do you I look at her like she's too young for me to look at her like that it's hard for me to tell how old people are you know? so if she's like what, i have they, face blindness do they have to look like they're like what like three feet tall or something that like a toddler for you not to look <laughs> well i i mean i'm looking i'm always looking you know you gotta look I'm wondering how many girls are going to be dressed mm. up as like I'm a sexy Ghostbuster. A lot of them. It's probably going to be a very a popular lot. outfit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then these I, are- I'm wondering how many dickachus I'm going to see. I mean, Jesus. <laughs> I'm wondering how many MRA guys are like 
God damn it, these women dressing up as sexy Ghostbusters. <laughs> Only men can dress up as Ghostbusters. I want to see a woman sexy dress up. Men. I want to see a woman dress up as a sexy MRA guy. <laughs> yeah, you should go as sexy great. Donald Trump. Yeah, yeah. Or sexy Steve King. Right. That's what I'd like to see. Yeah. Representative from Iowa. No, you know, I'm gonna go down to uh to Comic Con on Saturday. Um the girlfriend's actually doing a bunch of different outfits, but that's her job. Like, that's her thing. Right. And so I'm going to go down, show my support, hang out. It is fun. It's fun just to walk around and look at everything. Sure, yeah. And they always have, like, some crazy exhibits. Like, Tim and Eric did some insane stuff. You know what? I'm going to go ahead and say it's not fun. Um, it's kind of like my Vietnam. It's n- No, it's not fun. Well, you have a booth in it. I'm not even going to go yeah, to the yeah, convention. Yeah. I'm going to yeah. get high right. and drunk, and I'm going to walk around the convention. <sighs> yeah. Leering at, uh, at young women. Right. Scantily clad x-men so that's just as painful for me <laughs> that's just like I, I like a lot of guys are like yeah i like it for me it's just like ah uh, you know you're like you're not portraying the character as the artist intended no i, I just i just find my my set my libido it's it's more of a like a it's more of a velt schmerzy thing for me it's not well, like a <laughs> well i was thing. wondering about that because you, know? you get off on girls you know like in the bedroom, you like actually that's a fetish of yours as a girl dressed up oh, yeah. as a yeah. a comic book character. Right. So when you see it all over, are you overwhelmed or are you desensitized? It, it builds up in my mind. It builds up until finally I'm, you know, with an actual woman and I'm like, look, put on this costume right now. <laughs> <laughs> While you're like strapping you know? on the ball gag yeah. <laughs> or the dick gag Do or whatever it, it is. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. you know, it'll, it'll be fun. I, so you you got a, a booth next to Heavy Metal Magazine yeah. this time around because yeah. a psycho murderer is arrested. And yeah, we were supposed to have a booth like last year with that fucking, with uh, that, whoever the dude I forget is. the guy's name, but he he murdered his yeah, girlfriend he murdered and like, his skinned girlfriend. her alive. Yeah, yeah, we were supposed to be. Pieces of her or something. We were supposed to be at his booth. But uh, he had to go and murder somebody, so that that got all fucked up. Actually, you know what was funny? Because it was like we were Dan and I were like, "Oh shit, what are we gonna do?" You know, for our booth. And I was like, you know what? Maybe they don't know about the news story because I'm sure this dude already paid for the booth. I'm gonna pretend to be him. <laughs> that would be really because I've done that at Comic Cons before. I pretended to be people to get a badge before I had a pro pass, and um, it's worked. Now they have RFIDs. Now everything's all high tech, so you can't kind of do that anymore. But you know. I'm hoping actually someone could swap out a badge for me maybe on Sunday. Can you still do that? You might not be able to. That, now, I got my scan? I got my thing in the in the mail, and it's RFID. I don't uh, even know what that means. It's some high tech chip. It's like okay, the chip. So like it's like a retina. It's like scan. the chip that's in DNA your cat or something. You know, it's wow. that kind of shit. Yeah. Jesus. All yeah, right. So well, maybe not. Cut off somebody's thumb. Then, All right. Yeah. Are you going to any industry events? No. And I'm did, going to go hang out with that? a dude I knew in high school. You know, that's what I'm going to do. <laughs> the industry events are bullshit. Yeah, you know, I, I think yeah. I've been to one before. They're all fake. It's stupid. I think it is. Yeah. Well, anyway, uh, so so the whole time you're at Comic-Con, yeah. you're sitting there like uh, passing out your books. Yeah. You're, you're selling your books. You're going to have some sick and wrong stickers yeah. to give away to fans that might be there. But meanwhile, you're just like... Just gathering data for the spank bank of looking at all these hot chicks yeah. wearing sexy outfits. Right. Are there any sexy characters that particularly heighten your arousal? Hmm. Like if you had to pick your top three, would it be an X-Men? Would it be Wonder Woman? Would it be Daphne? I mean, Velma? not well, I'm a, I'm a Velma man, all right? 
I'm not a Daphne man, really. You don't like gingers? I like gingers. I just, uh, Daphne's outfit doesn't. She's vapid. Boring. It's boring. She's a vapid creature. Yeah, and she doesn't have the, you know, the depth that Velma has, you know? <laughs> like a kind of Bryn Mawr. She's a creation of the male kind patriarchy. Of yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, I mean, a lot of the, a lot of the characters, like, uh, you know, I mean, I'm a sucker for that shit. Like Power Girl, fucking Ms. Marvel, right? Oh, okay. You so know? Like some of the classics. Yeah, the classics are the She-Hulk. Classics are you like good. She-Hulk? You're oh, like I love about her. She-Hulk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She-Hulk's mm. great. Because she's got the leotard, then she's also got the fucking lawyer outfit. It's like very versatile. <laughs> the combo there. Yeah, yeah. Have you ever ordered custom cosplay porn? Oh, like actually, co- No. No. But did you do you watch videos of cosplay porn? Of course, all the time. But it, you know, but I've never commissioned one. Is you never commissioned one? No, yeah, no, no, so no. I'm too cheap to do that. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, if you wait for it, eventually it'll come. Like I have this one that's so great, and it's like fucking uh, Catwoman captures fucking Power Girl, and like ties her up to a fucking bench, and then just like fucks her with a strap on, and then Bane shows up. And then fucking Power Girl's still chained up and there's kryptonite. And then he ties fucking Catwoman in the bench and then fucks her. <laughs> and I'm like, this is great. I, 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 oh, man. I, did I pay money for it? I don't remember. What I site do you go to for that? <sighs> Primal. Primal. Yeah. All right, I'll have to check that yeah. out. Yeah. They have a juggernaut, possibly. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> like Skull fucking Jubilee. Uh <laughs> <laughs> but the, no, but I would love to see. I had such a crush on Jubilee when I was a kid, or when I was a, a young Why adolescent. Why is she so popular? I is don't it the short black hair. I don't really know what it is, but I remember I had a I had a like an action figure because in I used to read Wizard magazine and people would make custom action figures and then send them to Wizard and take pictures of them and send them mm. into Wizard. And um, I had like an action figure of you know Michelle Pfeiffer's Catwoman from Batman Returns and I actually turned it into a Jubilee action figure wow and this is this, probably yeah. one of the most embarrassing things I've ever done in my life <laughs> how did um, you do it did you cut out an outfit and I yeah I used uh, some particular kind of clay that hardens into plastic to do things <laughs> and then I used like bits and pieces from other action figures like a, a, a jacket and shit, yeah. I'm hoping you didn't make this Jubilee character explore the brown cave. <laughs> <laughs> no, I wasn't that advanced. I wasn't that advanced at this point. At that point, I hadn't fully evolved into the Pokemon that I am today. So eventually, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He's a perverticon, right? <laughs> um, you know, I, I really like Red Sonia, but I was also kind of conventional. Like I like Betty and Veronica. I sure. Guess classics. You know? No, the, I, I mean the classics are great. You know who I liked is the uh, what was her name? The Ch- Chitara from Thundercats. Yes, I was into her. I like her too. Um, I've always, I was always remember kind of confused. Like, is her skin hairy? I don't know. Is I wouldn't care. I was, I was into it. I would have huh. like you know, like given her a couple pets, heavy petting. <laughs> I don't. I... <laughs> I don't know, man. I had a tabby. You know, I had an orange tabby growing up. It'd be like fucking a giant version of that, I feel like. You know? It's kind of creepy. But it's th- really your, creepy. Did your tabby have tits? No. 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 It's, it's a little bit different. Okay. <laughs> I'd like to think so. Anyway, yeah. coming up next, we have an interview with a custom cosplay porn star. Her name's Kirsten. Uh, she runs her own site called Kirsten.com, and you can actually contact her 
and she will make custom cosplay porn, like whatever it is that you want. I guess within reason. Oh, Huntress! Huntress! <laughs> oh, Huntress was hot. Huntress! Did you like Red Sonia? I did. I thought that she was kind of hot. I too. did. The, the original Electra costume, good too. Yeah, yeah. Also. Oh, yeah, sure. the original Electra yeah, yeah. was really hot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But anyway, you could contact Kirsten, K-E-A-R-S-T-I-N, at Kirsten.com, and you can order... You could order She-Hulk in yeah. a, uh, a sexy courtroom scene. Do that. Uh, also do uh, Huntress fucking Black Canary with a strap on. Please. That would be very I'm sexy. too cheap to do it, so please do it. Yeah, Thank you. I wouldn't mind Call saying down. that. And if you do get that shirt with Harrison on his birthday, his birthday's next month. Yeah, guys. Yeah. Come on. <laughs> it's a gift that keeps on giving. <laughs> anyway, coming up next, we talked to, uh, to Kirsten from Kirsten.com about cosplay porn. And after that, we got some phone calls. But first, here's a word from AdamandEve.com. Go to AdamandEve.com, and for a limited time only, you'll get 50% off just about any item. When you select your one free item at 50% off, you'll also receive three free adult DVDs, plus a free exclusive gift. And to top it all off, they'll even throw in free shipping on your entire order. And what's that free exclusive gift? It's the Clip Bumper, the ideal pleasure ring for couples. He'll love the way this love ring lets him stay harder, longer. It increases the strength of orgasm, and she'll love the way the pleasure nubs thrill her sweet spots. The unique bumper stimulates her clitoris, and it's soft and stretchy for a comfortable fit. The Clip Bumper's made of premium silicone, it's waterproof, and it's compatible with all water-based lubes. Use code DIDDLE at checkout. That's D-I-D-D-L-E at adamandeve.com. Hello. Kirsten, how's it going? Yes, good. Hey, you're on, uh, you're on air here with uh, D. Simon and uh, Harrison. Hey, hey. Hello. You actually, you know, I'm surprised Harrison might actually know you because I think he's, I think he's <laughs> visited your site before. Does, does Kirsten look familiar, Harrison? I'm trying to I'm trying to look at it and see. Um, I can't even keep track anymore, honestly. Possibly. Well, thanks for thanks for being on the show um, uh-huh. and uh, spending your weekend with us. You're busy. You you do a lot. Do you travel a lot for uh, for your work? Uh, I don't travel a lot for the work, no. But I I do tend to make trips for it. What's uh, home base? Is that uh, you're the Midwest? Yeah, we're Chicago. Okay, I used to live in Chicago a while ago. <laughs> Um, so tell me, you do cosplay erotica, right? Is that <laughs> yeah, what it's called? I would say that's the best way to describe it, yes. <laughs> cosplay erotica. So wh- which characters do you portray? Uh, well, depending on the content, technically, um, there's two routes that it goes. I work for a website called mygeekgoddess.com, and that tends to be whatever my personal shtick is with costuming. So that's mm-hmm. kind of superheroes, mm-hmm. video game characters. But I also do, in the fetish scene, uh, it's kind of generic superheroes because, technically speaking, we can't be selling the content, uh, uh, you know, as what they're copyrighted as. But I'll do some, you know, so- bullshit version of Wonder Woman or something. <laughs> okay, so I was wondering about that. Would that be copyright infringement if you did like a video? I thought or- you could do that under the under the legal protection of parody. Yeah, yeah, that's that's why we kind of don't use their like character names or where they're published mm. from directly. We just kind of play on the words. So like instead of Marvel Girl, we'll do Marvelous Girl or something. But it's straight up the same design of the outfit. 
Okay, so if somebody was looking at the character, they'd be like, oh, she's obviously Wonder Woman. Right, yeah. But you're called Wondrous Lady. <laughs> or you spell Wonder yeah. with a U. That's done a lot. That's, that's done quite a bit. So, so which characters are the most popular amongst fans? Um, Wonder Woman is actually, but I'm actually very tattooed, so I tend to get booked for more villainous characters when it comes to the erotica work, but on my photo sets for the Geek Goddess website, that's just my own stash, so it's whatever I wear. And my personal stuff is, like, my favorites would be, you know, Jean Grey from X-Men mm. or Lilith from Borderlands, so... It really depends. <laughs> hmm. So I wonder why. So is Wonder Woman more popular amongst like men and women? Because isn't Wonder Woman a lesbian? Uh, uh, she no, she's not. I thought she <laughs> um, was. No, uh, currently actually, Barda became in DC bombshells right now. But uh, you know, I, guess, I think it depends on the rendition. But generally speaking, she's not. Um, the character Wonder Woman would probably be, if you were going to take a category of like let's say a hundred different types of fetishes superheroes would be number 10. And it's ridiculous honestly because I had no idea how uh, under the rug <laughs> like superheroes were like admired and you know I obviously fantasized about and once I got into the fetish community I was like alright I can work with this this is easy <laughs> yeah, I'm kind of amazed that there's such a market for this I oh, mean Har huge. Harrison you've been buying uh, custom like cosplay porn for years right sure yeah. What <laughs> so, are those one of those people who actually pays for pornography somehow? Hey, and I appreciate that. Yeah. <laughs> so how does this work? Like do do I order a custom movie? Well, I mean do you just to what you were talking about before, I mean Wonder Woman was created by a polyamorous twenty four seven BDSM switch <laughs> psychologist. Oh, I didn't even who know. Who also invented the fucking lie detector. Yeah. yeah, a little history lesson. Yeah, here. there you go. I didn't even know that. Well, so, it kind of makes sense. So, if you were to take Wonder Woman, you like most of the time she's booked as or written like the scripts that are given in these customs to be either absolutely in peril, her powers are drained, or it's a complete dominant kind of thing where you know she does that uh, men are scum kind of shtick and. It's all POV, depending on the video. But typically how it works, though, is uh, like in the in the pornography or the erotica, I actually go through a booking agent and she'll book. Uh, she'll take the, like, the inquiries and we they, she works with the customers and says, okay, well, what kind of script do you want? What are you looking for? Uh, what are the fetishes that you're interested in? And it's almost as if the more fetishes, like specific fetishes you want in these said clips, the more that your total will end up being. The more that it's like that's required. So let's say a customer wants me in a specific outfit and either I don't have it or I won't do whatever that is in my own personal costume, stuff like rip it up, stuff like, you know, put cum all over it. Like, it's, <laughs> yeah, you'll ruin the outfit. Yeah, you know, I, I actually make my shit, so I don't want to, you know, have to take it to the dry cleaner. Well, yes, this is cum on my spandex, I'm sorry. You know what I mean? It's. I hate so, saying that, I really do. It's so embarrassing. Right, so it, it really depends on uh, what the whole inquiry is, but typically I just go through my booking agent because I do actually still have a, you know, Monday through Friday job, and 
I just go through her, she gets a cut, and that way we're just fine. And then what she'll do is, those will be for the customs, like, those obviously cost more. It's just like if you were to pay a a sculptor for something. Mm -hmm. They've never sculpted it before, you're going to pay for the sculpt. But then after that, they can make pulls from that, and obviously the pulls are going to be cheaper. So in this case, she'll take the custom, and yeah, it'll be more expensive at the custom level, but then she'll put that clip later on her store, and it'll be obviously cheaper, and you can buy that clip if you're just looking to shop online or whatever but we do customs though well what's a ballpark figure for a custom i guess scene oh geez uh well it depends on what i'm doing like literally to the (laughs) t so if it's something like i need 10 minutes of you brushing your teeth and marvel girl then that i could be like 150 200 bucks but if it's something like i would like you to bang someone for 30 dollars or for 30 minutes and i don't really care what you're wearing then that could be like 500 to a thousand because in that case you're also not just paying for me but you're paying for the other exactly so you do videos as well what do you say? You do videos as well. Right, yeah. yeah okay. And I don't edit my content for her. She'll do it for her store. I will if the customer wants me to, but that'll also be extra as well because then that takes up my time also for post work. So, it again, it really just... It's a case-by-case case thing. Absolutely, yeah. And sometimes I'll do things like custom photo sets instead of video. And that could be, you know, hey, I just want you wearing this costume and you don't have to be naked. I just want to see your feet or I want to see you in heels. I just want, like, ten pictures. Well, you know, it's like, okay, well, that's just ten pictures. That's While it may be, like, 30 minutes of my time, you know, I still got to get dolled up. I still got to put it on. I still got to edit the photos afterwards. So that could be like just 50 bucks or again, depending on the content, those photos could be like a hundred bucks. So uh, it takes some time. So do yeah. you have a group of actors that you perform with? Like, or- no, no, it's either just with me or with my significant other when it comes to the heavier stuff. Sometimes I'll do, depending on the content with like my booking agent actually does work as well. And she's actually the owner of the My Geek Goddess website too. So okay. we kind of, like crisscross on just what kind of content we do but sometimes I'll do stuff with other girls but it won't be anything hardcore it's mostly at the comfort of the other girls um, and sometimes even the customers don't even want necessarily anything hardcore one that I did with my booking agent uh, we we wore like Catwoman latex pieces and the guy just wanted me smothered with her tits because she's got big old fake titties so I was like that's fine that's fine <laughs> <laughs> what was her character uh, well she was in a Catwoman suit too so she was in okay. the Michelle Pfeiffer and I was in the Arkham City and it was latex pieces so right there that clip was well it's a latex fetish well it's an implant like breast implant fetish and then it's a smothering fetish and then it's because I'm fairly tall and she's fairly short so it was like specifically requested us for that so <laughs> hmm, specific so are there, do you get some weird requests I imagine you probably get really weird requests like yeah, that you but- just won't do uh, I, I don't want to call them weird because I do appreciate people either, you know, uh, being, being open. creative, yeah, be, yeah, being creative, being open, being, you know, uh, proud of with their sexuality and things like that. And some, I guess to the, to the regular folk, <laughs> they may be kind of weird, but, uh, I think they're actually fun. Um, one I had was I had to dress as Scarlet Witch and I had to fight a Monster High doll. <laughs> and that Monster High doll, like, we had to pretend she was alive. Um, 
that doll like sicked mice on me and those mice were like those catnip toy mice and I like taped them up my leg because they're supposed to be biting my leg and so yeah it's fun is what it is but to to the person who's buying it it actually means a lot to them because it's so like what yeah (laughs) Yeah. I'm about to say I'm like what's the origin did you get eaten eaten in that video it it was just I got captured I got drained from the mice and then I defeated her at the end and that was it (laughs) So do you ever get like requests though? I mean, for like 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 puking porn or urine uh, or anything like that? No, I I I, the, I do have my own limits. Like there's stuff I, I'm not going to be shitting on anything, like <laughs> stuff like that. But damn it, have you ever done any? Uh, have you ever done any? <laughs> but vor? I, I think because I mean I've been doing like regular nude modeling since 2004, so being like open with stuff is no mm. big deal. But once I got into the fetish stuff, I think. Most of my fan base is either, all right, well, she's really creative or will be willing to do creative stuff, so let's go that route. Or the customers will be like, I just want to see your fuck. And that's like, okay, that's that's about it. Well, it's kind of vanilla. It's it's innocuous there. (laughs) Right. So I guess I can't get that Jean Grey puking on Cyclops (laughs) video that I wanted. Uh, Have you ever, uh, Kirsten, have you ever done Vore? Any vor? Have I ever done what? Vor. What is this? I do not. That's know like that where is. you where the woman gets eaten by like a giant worm or a giant snake. Oh no! But yeah. We have like I've been... <laughs> it's called vor. Like yeah, it's one, of, it's one of those one of those many fetishes that I thank Christ every day I don't have. You know? <laughs> yes, some are definitely like okay. I I don't know how that originated, but you know. Uh, but I've had stuff like I had to pretend bang like a huge stuffed wolf and I was dressed like Red Riding Hood. Like, that was interesting because I had to pretend that they, it was like some furry shit. I, I, but, you know, as long as I can separate the fact that I'm like, well, this is work. I'm I'm fairly professional with a lot of it. And if I don't want to do anything, I just I'm uh, not interested. But here's someone who is, you know, that's, that's kind of cool. So you could re- recommend somebody that might be oh, yeah. interested in it. Absolutely. And especially if I go through my booking agent, too, she has other girls that she books and some men as well. And I'll be like, no, nah, I'm not interested in that one. But, you know, I think so. And so would probably do that one, too. And you're like, oh, yeah, you're right. Let's go hit them up. So it's. Do you ever get any, like, uh, Scooby-Doo kind of thing? Like Daphne doing Doggy with Shaggy or something? (laughs) No, not yet, but those don't surprise me. Especially, like, known relationships or known little uh, fandoms that people will have with certain characters. Like, those those are pretty predictable, but they're still fun at the end of the day. (laughs) I bet you the My Little Pony thing, because all those bronies out there. Yeah, well, some of the the actual bronies, like, I've, I've met with them. They're actually fans of just what it is in general. They're not necessarily sexually interested in ponies but oh, so there's no uh, fetish there it's just like there you know, is. They, they're just no, there, there is but i wouldn't necessarily say the fetish for my little pony would be bronies i wouldn't yeah i would not coin that but you, you should never go over to harrison's house it's, <laughs> my little pony stuff everywhere just covered in semen I, I, um. I, do, I do actually have a couple of my little pony costumes but i haven't been requested to utilize them yet so are that's they okay, like those, still those new conventions anyway are they like those horse costumes where you need two people and you go to like a company Christmas party kind of thing? Are they like those? It doesn't 
surprising. It really. Yeah. I mean, so many things can be considered a fetish, whether it's super simple, super regular, or way out there. It's just somebody likes something somehow. <laughs> but, you know, before we called you, Harrison was saying, like, do you think she would do She-Hulk, fucking Punisher, in like a courtroom? <laughs> well, see, I would, but then it's like, who's gonna give me access to a courtroom? To a courtroom, yeah. Yeah. Do you have to sign waiver forms? That's probably never. I have to like probably build that set if they want it specific. But sometimes I've actually been in a position to where, all right, well, I know you can't really be doing this in a children's classroom, but you could pretend to, like, walk into a door like you just came from it, though. And I would just have to say some kind of one-liner, like, man, what a hard day at work at this elementary school. I'm glad I'm home. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. <laughs> just so you're playing along with a fantasy. I get right. that. Yeah, yeah. So, so do you go to all the conventions? Like, uh, that's what I was wondering about. Like, you know, there's, like, you go to Comic-Con. But Comic Con's like a family friendly environment, so can mm-hmm. you promote, you know, cosplay porn at like Comic Con? Well, it depends on the convention, really. I know in Chicagoland, it depends on the con, because some comic conventions are very family oriented, but uh, like let's say anime conventions are all about it. Uh, mm-hmm. But I have noticed that there is a change in who's been able to have a, like a vendor's booth. And I have seen ones that specifically do that kind of work. And I'll sit there and I'll go, how did you get that? Because I've been trying to get a booth at this con for my stuff for like three years. So I think it depends and things change. But I mean, it's tough because conventions, if you know a convention, you're like, that's no surprise. But when you bring kids, I get it. But I also like that's not only what I do. So I don't mind not advertising it sometimes so i'm like whatever i'm just here to get drunk like, yeah, it sounds like you're a fan like you're into it <laughs> yeah like you're, right you know. if i'm not working i'm gonna be shopping anyway so so when you go to these conventions do you ever get like approached like oh my god i ordered one of your videos sometimes i actually have a couple of like personal real life friends i've known for a while that have gone hey listen can i is it gonna be weird and i'm like no <laughs> 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 that would be I guess if it's a friend like that it'd be fine but a relative that would be weird yes that would be met with a quick no <laughs> <laughs> sorry Uncle Jerry yeah not for you <laughs> you have to go somewhere else now yeah. what is your personal preference you know superheroes now superheroines now in comics and movies do you do you like the more realistic costumes or do you like the more sexy costumes? Oh, well, I, I like sexy stuff for its own reason. I think it depends mm-hmm. on the story arc and who it is and stuff. Um, but as far as like comic characters in general go, I'm very much one for like primary colors. So I'm a fan of like 80s and 90s comics mostly. And once, I mean, if you've known like or noticed that there's so many costume changes that are occurring with characters right now, like where they're more... Uh, modern i guess or tactical or makes sense sometimes those look cool too but i guess it depends on like my personal ones i'll be i love spandex and you know yeah okay leather's pretty cool but spandex though you know spandex is hot yeah (laughs) how much harassment is there for cosplayers at at these cons oh i can't even generalize that that's uh on the scale of one to the Italian Navy. Well, I'm not going to sit here and say every convention is like some kind of rape fest. I, I've personally only experienced in like the years I've been going to cons like one or two times. And one one of those two times was stupid in the first place. So I can't sit here and say like, yeah, conventions, um, watch yourself. You know, I can't even say that because people are assholes, whether it's a male or a female. And people take accountability and preventative measures and some don't. So I think it's just... At the end of the day, you should be aware of what 
you're wearing your surroundings yeah. <laughs> yeah be aware of what you're wearing take accountability and then if something does happen regardless then do something about it right there and then but i can't sit here and say like yeah 80 percent of conventions are full of dudes about ready to stick a something up your ass because you're wearing a skirt you know so do most of the people like in the cosplay community when they when they know you're affiliated with like my geek goddesses mm-hmm. they know it's porn do they like denigrate that? Do they, you know, they do, are they condescending towards that, or are they just like, oh, it's all, you know, part of the part of the cosplay world? Well, Geek Goddess isn't porn. Geek Goddess is actually just a like a stripping site. So it starts with photo sets that you're in full costume and it ends and not. Um, oh, okay, so like Suicide Girls kind of. Yeah, yeah, but costumes. Costumes, all right. <laughs> yeah. And uh, <clears throat> so, but the actual porn stuff, I don't, you know. I don't advertise that like at a booth ever really at a con because that's all just kind of hearsay and it's in a different community, different convention types because they have specific fetish conventions out there too. Um, so that that's separate over there. But people that do find out, which I, like I said, I've been doing stuff for so long that it's no surprise usually these days. But if it's somebody new and they're like, wait, you do what? And I'm like, yeah, I like money, you know? <laughs> <laughs> so it, it's... So I think what helps is that I don't dance around a lot of it and I and I'm still respectful at the end of the day and you know I make sure not that I need to justify my actions but I do like to reassure some people like don't worry I make my own rules everything's on paper you know it's uh, I'm I'm choosing to do this. You yeah, know? you're not being for this. Isn't right. sex trafficking? We're not right. in Eastern no. Europe here. No, and and I think probably just the biggest miscommunication I get from you know fans or not fans is, are you a prostitute? No, that is not the same thing. <laughs> So well, I, I have to clarify that sometimes what that means. Well, it sounds very legitimate to me and yeah. uh, and, and kind of fun. So have, have you ever had to do? Have you ever done like a juggernaut character or anything like that? Like have I worn it? No, like having <laughs> sex with the juggernaut. Uh, no, no. Um, my boyfriend actually tends to just wear. He's usually vilified as well too because he's a really big. Because um, we both lift and stuff, so we're big people. So we're and we're covered in tattoos. So we're both already like, well, I would like two bad guys, please. You know, oh, okay. And, so, yeah, uh, you can't play any of the like uh, good characters. You I know, could, like, and, and some still order those, but it just works. Me being because I'm almost six feet tall, so it's just like it works in the clip for me to just be an asshole like this <laughs> and or just you know uh can either completely con- in control of whatever the clip is but sometimes if i'm with if i do a clip with him since he's bigger than me then i'll be the submissive character but at the end of it we're still both like i'm gonna kick your ass but no, i'm gonna kick yours oh no it's in my mouth you know like <laughs> well, i've always found the villains to be much sexier much more sexier than the uh, the good guys they're boring you know yeah well, i would say that villains are more interesting because i think there's more flexibility with it yeah more than you could do i've noticed that you uh, have done some dawn star videos some oh yes i have yeah. yeah you booked me a few times we have um projects that we'll do like when i do travel or if they travel to me that's what we do we'll have like a weekend of you know a bunch of us will just be making clips not all together in the same clips but just you mm-hmm. know to create content for the weekend hmm. Well, uh, Kirsten, um, are you going to be at uh, Comic Con this year? Are you coming up to any of the? Are you going to any of the upcoming conventions? Uh, well, I just came from C two E two. We just had that like a couple weeks ago. My next one will be an anime convention in Chicago called Anime Central. After that, I actually won't be at any until Dragon Con. 
Well, you yeah. might you might run into Harrison with these. He's a comic book uh, writer. <laughs> yeah. So and you, you occasionally have booths, don't you? I'm at all I'm, I'm at all these <laughs> nightmares. They're my perpetual Vietnam. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, but perhaps I'll run into you one time one time too. So let me plug your site. Thanks for being on the show. It's been fun oh, talking to you. And uh, it's Kirsten.com, right? Yes. Yeah. Pretty pretty generic. <laughs> well, you said you're you're relaunching the site right now too. I am. Yeah. I used to have it, and I had a different URL, and then I kind of brought it down because then Facebook like pages happened, and I was like, all right, well now I'm not like pressed for time to create a website, so I'm just kind of taking my time rebuilding it, and just here's Facebook like everybody else on the planet right now. <laughs> so if our listeners want to find out more about you or contact you, maybe to get a video, they can go to Kirsten.com or they can go to your Facebook page. You have Twitter. Yeah, I have pretty much every social media there is. Um, typically, most everything is I, Kirsten, and Facebook is official Kirsten. But if you just really Google my first name, you're going to find everything. And it's K-E-A-R-S-T-I-N. That's correct. All right, Kirsten, thanks for being on the show. Thank you for having me. All right, take it easy. You too, guys. It's Butt Plug Month on AdamandEve.com. Show that you still care by bringing something new into the bedroom. And by something new, I mean a butt plug. Because if you order right now and use coupon code DIDDLE, you get 50% off your first item, a gift so sensual I can't even tell you about it on this podcast that talks about murder and bukkake, and on top of all of that, free shipping. Support Sick and Wrong by supporting our sponsor, adamandeve.com, and making a purchase with coupon code DIDDLE, that's D-I-D-D-L-E. So we got a few phone calls to get to. 323-522-4032 is the number of the Sick and Wrong Trunk Dial line. Mm. It's a new number. To remember it, people. Three two three five two two four zero three two. Um, you know, we actually had a few good calls this week. I was quite impressed with the calls this week. Um, D. Michael gave us a call. Oh, it's one yeah. of Harrison's favorite callers. Yes, he is. And is it is he your favorite caller just because of his voice, his delivery, or the actual substance of what he has to say? Um, or it's all of the above. All of the above. <laughs> you know, I mean, it's the voice. I mean, you've heard the version that I made with the jazz with the doom, bass doom, in the background, doom. yeah. Stand-up bass, yeah, that it's was great. cool. Um, and um, it's also always just some weird rambling story about, you know, some kind of meth hallucination just or complete something. complete non-sequitur. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> makes sense. So uh, what, he, I think he goes to Mexico in this story. Oh, God. Okay. <coughs> hey. It's D. Michael here. The guy that talks like a fucking... Kind of a bear character. <laughs> That's it. Yeah, he's he totally hit the nose. Does. Yeah, he's hit it on the head there. Okay. So, I was just thinking, at the time, man, I got lost in Mexico. Something, something, something you never want to do. See, this is like, I feel like, you know, William Shatner could redo these or something. It's like, when I got lost in Mexico... And just do kind of kind of spoken word. Just something. He he just translates well the spoken word. Yeah, no, then definitely. You know, yeah. I was down there with some friends. Yeah, just crossed the border. It's all good and all. We, we were waiting for some uh, public public showers to open up because we didn't take a shower in a while. We've been down there for like a week. Okay, now, <laughs> now that's puzzling. <laughs> Where is is he a boxcar riding hobo? What the fuck? <laughs> A public shower in Mexico. Oh, my God. <laughs> I don't even want to think. Yeah, like, yeah. That's like one step above donkey shower. <laughs> <laughs> it 
really is. Is he in Tijuana? Like where in Mexico? Oh my God, that's uh, down there for Juarez? a week. Like where? Well, you yeah, can't afford a motel room in Mexico. Yeah, I know. What does it cost? What? Like three dollars <laughs> and a oh handful my... of chiclets. This is the best. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Okay. Doing a thing and whatnot. I don't know what you're saying. We decided to go for a walk, whatever. Fucking, we decided to walk past the you know, fucking hotels, you know, whatever. No thinking about it, you know. Go up in Sacramento, you walk by, you know, these cities, you don't really think about where you're walking too much. And all of a sudden we notice these weird, weird looking blonde women. Now, not to get, you know, thinking about it too much, but you, you don't really see blonde people in Mexico too often. It was a little creepy because all of a sudden they started like trying to touch us and shit as we're walking by these hotels. And they're like, "Ooh, please, one American dollar." And I'm like, "Whoa, whoa, 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 whoa!" So he's getting sexually harassed uh, by the descendants, I assume, of some kind of uh, Aryan uh, colony. Yeah, that's what I'm wondering. Because there were some of those in what South was America. That? What's that documentary on Mengla who moved to an area of Argentina where they're all twins? And they're all yeah, twins, yeah, yeah, yeah. but they're all like Aryan twins. Yeah, yeah. There Did, are some of those that actually existed, yeah. So these are probably the, the offspring of the Aryan twins from the Mengele experiments that moved to Mexico and then they chose to harass D. Michael. Right. <laughs> and let me tell you, they're barking up the wrong tree because these guys are waiting for a public shower yeah. in Mexico. I don't think right? that guy's got any money there. Yeah. Newsflash. He's like, yeah, we're, we're just going to keep walking, keep walking, get back to the showers. No, no, thank you. Please, please don't touch me. It was, it was quite... Uh, Possibly the most awkward thing ever in my life. Uh, yeah. I uh, hope, hope I'm not the only one, man. Have a good night, man. No, whenever I get pawed by the results of Nazi experiments, it's always super awkward for me, too, you know? <laughs> like, You're not the only one. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Although you might be the only one that I know that's gone to Mexico to use a public shower. Oh, my God. <laughs> Have you ever been to Tijuana? Yes, when I was a child. Why would your parents take you there when you were a child? My dad did. For what? To sell you? To show me fucking, oh, okay. I don't know, starving children trying to sell me chiclets. I don't know why. I, you know, I don't know why. I went there when I moved here. To get my picture taken with a burro. I, I went, I, I went, so when I moved here in like 99, yeah. uh, my girlfriend and I at the time, we went down there. Uh, just for the sole purpose of getting Kalana, Pin, and Vicodin. That's all I wanted. Were you I there at night? Uh, no, we just were there during the day, okay. but we but we ended up taking a lot of that clonopin, so we ended up being there till like eleven o'clock at night, and it started getting really shady. Yeah, that's what I hear. Like yeah, it started getting really shady. It's like Castlevania; like you want to get the fuck out of yeah, there. By yeah, the time and we night were rolls we around. were kind of lost. We were also really fucked up, and this mm. is a different part of the story. But the one thing I noticed about that place—it's really weird. I think this is like the. I guess the 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 trajectory of of your career, a career trajectory in Tijuana. Mm -hmm. You start out as a little child selling chiclets. Right. Boys and girls. Girls then start growing up to be prostitutes. Whereas boys on the other hand start painting white burrows with black stripes to make them look like zebras. Yes. And so they paint these white burrows with black stripes to make them look like zebras so then fat American tourists will pose near them wearing a gross disgusting lice-ridden sombrero Mm. And then they, you know, their their father will take a picture. And when the father dies, the kid that painted the the the, the burrow eventually becomes the owner of the burrow, and then they sell the pictures. Meanwhile, the girls become brothel owners or star on a donkey show. Huh. And that's pretty much what life is in Tijuana. Wow.
Yeah. It's amazing. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, it's, I've only been there a few times. But yeah. And some of them draw comics of Popeye fucking Minnie Mouse, you know? <laughs> that also used to happen back in the day. So Yeah, it's a great... You know, I haven't mm. been there in a long time. It's been a while. Yeah. Yeah. But I wouldn't mind going back. However, I'm a little nervous that I might get accosted by uh, the, the offspring of uh, Mengele's experiments. Yeah, no, that that's a definite danger. And it would be awkward. Also... Poverty's fucking depressing, dude. You know? Well, you know what bothers me about it? It's, I just yeah. don't want to get shot in right. some crossfire of some gang warfare or something. That's a Jewy fear, but sure. I, dude, okay. that happens in Tijuana. Oh, God. What if I get shot by these you know, gangsters? The last time Ooh. I went there, yeah. they said you can't even buy drugs at the pharmacies anymore. Why not? Because you go in there. It's a scam. Like You go in there. Yeah. They sell you the drugs. You walk out, and the federales come and bust you. You got to pay them a few hundred bucks so you don't go to Mexican jail. Do you at least get they, to keep the fucking drugs? No, they give them back to the pharmacies. The fuck? <laughs> I know. So it's like, you know what? Fuck it. Yeah. Let's just go get my drugs down in L.A. Skid Row. <sighs> yeah. Anyway. A.K.A. 28 Days Later. More or less. Yeah. <laughs> That's pretty much what it is down yeah. there. So the second call here is from a guy who is a mortician. Hello, I'm a mortician. Mm. Uh, hi, second wrong. Um, I've got a disturbing story I need to tell you guys. Um, I work in a mortuary and I was embalming a body the other day. <laughs> and there was a huge boily spot thing on the body's chest that I was working on. Hmm. Oh, God. <laughs> Why does he sound like he just went for a run? <laughs> I know, he sounds like he sounds out of breath. Either that or he's very distressed. Oh, God, I was running from an animated corpse. It kind of reminds me of the, you know in the show Abfab, there was Pat, yeah. Patsy, and who was the other one? I forget. Jennifer Saunders. Yeah. kind of sounds like Jennifer Saunders. Okay. To me, I don't know why. Hmm. I squeezed it so hard that all this pus oh. and all kinds of horrid shit spurted out across the room. And you have to do that, too. You can't leave it alone, you know? I, dude, you ever have these girls? You ever you ever date a girl who like likes to squeeze your pimples because oh, they yeah. get off on it yeah, or something? Yeah. They like it's, it. it's really submit. It's, a, it's like a simian type of thing to do. It's very yeah. primal. It is, yeah. You know, like instead of picking the lice and the fleas out of my hair, mm -hmm. they're squeezing my my zits. Oh yeah. But wait, do you ever do that to a girl? No. I know guys. It's so rare to have a guy. I like doing it in my own, and I kind of get annoyed when they do mine because I'm like, I wanted that looked like a great one. That would have been fun for me. <laughs> I find it really weird though because yeah. a lot of girls get off on it though. Yeah. Uh, I don't yeah. know why. And then some girls watch them on YouTube. Watch Pimple Popping on YouTube. I, that, you know, I can honestly, and I'm probably going to be inviting a deluge of gross pimple popping porn, whatever, videos. Mm. But, you know, the thing is, the one thing that sickens me, because I, I, you know, I'm pretty much... Unboxing. A, yeah, I have a cast iron stomach here okay. for everything on the internet. The one thing that I can't watch is the uh, the... the pimple popping the cyst popping I, I can't watch it it makes me it makes me physically ill okay do you watch that no i, I can't but i mean but people I, yeah women no. love that shit yeah like they can't watch a they can't watch two girls one cup but yet they'll watch like gallons of pus being drained from some grandma's cyst in her neck i could see how it would be satisfying but it's just not a door i need to open i you know? i can't i can't yeah. look at it, it makes yeah. me physically ill and landed on my friend's coat. 
Ah. And I car share with this fella and I can smell this corpse pus in his car and I don't want to car share with him. Hey man, you got my uh, coat that you borrowed? What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> don't lend this guy your coat, let me tell you. I, I want to know what corpse pus smells like. Uh... Anymore. <laughs> so if you could... um. Give me any advice to get out of this little pickle, that would be great. Thank you. Goodbye. There's two minutes left in this call now. I don't I don't know what this is. I think that's it. I was just stat it's just two yeah. minutes of I think you know what it is, he just forgot, forgot to hang, to hang up. up. Ugh. there's no like conversation we hear with somebody else. Like, hey Steve, that how's the funny. mortuary business going? <laughs> Oh, they're practically dying to get in, or whatever the fuck, mort- you know, morticians have I would to say love to, to people. I would love to hear. He's like, yeah, "Oh my god, yeah. I totally gave this co- this uh, corpse a hand job." <laughs> <laughs> like telling somebody about his sexual mm. endeavors with these corpses. Um, you know what? To be honest, mm. I think that the only thing he can do in this oh. situation, if he wants to salvage his friendship, is to borrow the guy's coat mm. and then go get it dry cleaned. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Have you ever had? Have you ever had a weird giant boil in your armpit? In my armpit, you're like an infected. Your sweat gland gets infected, and you basically just have your armpit like hurts, and you're like, "Why does it hurt so much?" And it feels like a bone, and it's actually just a fucking giant boil that just Ugh, like so much pus comes no. out. Yeah, it's happened to me twice. Oh, that's disc- How the fuck do you get that? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I honestly don't know. You- and I was very, I was very healthy at the time this happened. I wasn't like you know. I was like exercising. Wasn't it an abscess or anything? No, no, no. I was exercising. I was, you know. Have you been going to public showers? Um, <laughs> just a couple in Mexico. I don't mean, but it was pretty, it was fine. Jesus. Yeah. Would it like swell up into like a huge cyst and you'd squeeze it and just pus or yeah. shoot out of it? Yeah, just, yeah. Oh, so much. So forever. Gross. Forever, forever, so ever. Come out. Oh, that is, that's, mm. it's a very vile thing. Yeah, it was pretty you vile. Know, I, I didn't know what it was. I thought I had cancer the first time I got one of these things. Like, it actually felt, yeah, it like, so like cyst, solid. Like a... Yeah, like, and it hurt, like, all the time. And I was like, what is this thing? And then one day in the shower, just like... <sighs> deluge of pus. I remember I had a girlfriend that had a cyst, like, right on her tailbone, like, her yeah. coccyx. <laughs> ah. And she had, a t- she had a cyst right there. And she, um... She would, like, try to get me to pop it all the time, which yeah. would disgust me, so I wouldn't do it. Yeah. So she ended up going to the doctor, and the doctor, like... Uh, lanced it, yeah. like, sliced it open, and pulled out this like three feet piece of hair that Whoa! was just coiled and coiled and coiled in pus. I mean, it had been there for years. Whoa! It was like three feet long. How disgusting is that? That's crazy. <laughs> That's fucking nuts, man. <laughs> yeah, I remember she was like, I'm like, did you keep mm. it? She goes, no. I'm like, That's just fucking gnarly, mm. though. I mean, an ingrown, that's like an ingrown hair. Yeah, that's pretty bad. Yeah, for years. But I mean, you know, the, I mean, the lesson here is uh, always go to the bathroom after having armpit sex. I guess. I don't know. <laughs> I think the you lesson know? here is yeah. just don't pop a fucking cyst on a corpse, <gasps> you sick fuck. Yeah. God. Oof. All right. What's All right. the last call? Wow, wow, wow. Harrison didn't come to see us in Scotland. Wow, wow, wow. I hate Harrison. Why didn't he come to see us in Scotland? We love Scotland. Wow, Yeah. Like that was the worst thing that happened last week. Do you know what the worst thing that happened last week was? 
uh, it's like, I don't know, the ongoing race war in America. Right? <laughs> the like Helter that. Skelter. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that might be it. B. Simon confused somebody else who shat themselves <laughs> and got stopped by the police with me. <laughs> D, that wasn't me. <sighs> you know, we've met a few times. I thought we had a... Yeah. relationship I thought that you'd be able to recognize my voice quite easily but no and it, and this is Dwayne you know who came to to the meetup when With I was the there the limey crack yeah he's yeah the, he, the, the, you, the, the alcohol that's on fire yeah like I you, forget how you how he did it to you're be honest vaping alcohol. I don't yeah. know what he did either it's, it's like, like they flipped the glass over because I, I, I kind of want to do it at home but I, I, I don't even know but I don't even yeah. know what kind of liquor it is either. yeah yeah why would you think that I am capable of shitting myself whilst driving my car? I mean, he does really seem like he has his shit together, man. I don't know what's wrong with you, dude. You know? You know, I, I got an issue with Mayor yeah. Copa about that. I feel bad yeah. because I did. Yeah, you know what happens? You know what happens is I listen to a bunch of calls. We get a lot of calls. Mm. And so I will usually, like, download them all at once. I got a folder full of a ton of calls. And I'll listen to different calls, and then I'll name them accordingly. And I think I mislabeled this file. And yeah. I said it was Dwayne. Or maybe the guy's name was Dwayne, and I, I assumed it was the Dwayne that I know and love from England that's, that's given me limey crack many times and been an avid supporter of the show. Um, and who I, we do have a very good relationship. And, you know, I, and, I, and I just assumed it might have been him. But, you know, to be honest, this guy's got a great voice. He does, I yeah. Known that. Well, also, yeah. I mean, you do kind of label the things like it'll be like you know, just the calls like Harrison suck my cock dot mp three. You know, of some lunatic that called in or whatever. You know, so yeah, I know yeah. They're, they're so vague, and especially if we if we wait a couple weeks to play the call, then I I have no context. I have like I have no idea what this yeah, call yeah, yeah. Is. So I think I mislabeled a Dwayne call. Okay, and then then so yeah. I, I yeah, that's fair. Oh, yeah, Harrison, top load. Do your cunt. <laughs> Keep it sick. Keep it wrong. It's Dwayne from London. Huh. Bye. Yeah, no, th right. this guy, though, right. has a very distinctive voice. Yeah, yeah. So I would probably know that. Okay, my apologies. My bad, mm. Dwayne. All right? I owe you uh, some limey crack next mm. time I see you. People call Sigar on Hotline, 323-522-4032. We have time for one email. We got an email from uh, one of your favorite uh, callers here, the Twisted Firestarter. Hmm. Twisted Fire Starter. He says, Hi, Sick and Wrong. It's Twisted Fire Starter. Just listen to the episode in which Tish offered up her details, and I thought I'd drop in a response. Remember this? Oh, yeah, the chick who wanted to... Yeah, the yeah, Australian yeah. chick. Dude, you live in England. <sighs> yeah. It's a separate continents, man. It's like 18 hours <laughs> flight or something. As yeah. I'm sure you can imagine, my prospective dates didn't go quite the way I wanted them to. So now I'm at 755 days since my last... Well, you know. What the fuck? <laughs> I mean, I've gone through some hermitage periods in my life, but I don't know, man. That's a long fucking 755 days? Yeah, seriously, what the fuck? Dude, get a hooker. Yeah. Uh, although, to be fair, yeah, I've gone two years without getting laid. No way. In my 20s, yeah. No way. In yeah. your 20s? I didn't really start figuring out shit until I was like 25. Yeah. Oh, so, my God. I can't even remember yeah. the last time I went to... I can't even remember the last time I went two months. Not to brag, but it's been a while. Yeah. I mean, part of it, I was on heroin, so... Oh, uh, well, that, okay, and that's yeah. a huge difference. I mean, that affects your sex drive. It does, yeah. yeah. So, okay. Um, anyway, 
That's a long time, man. Just get a hooker. Yeah. With this in mind, I think it would be extremely foolish of me to turn down an offer like this. Yeah, an offer from a girl in Australia, a girl <laughs> who listens to this show, and a girl you've never seen a picture of or you've never met. Okay. Well, yeah, okay. I, although 755 days would make a man quite desperate. Um, so I'm dropping my Facebook name at the bottom of the email. I would greatly appreciate if you wouldn't mind passing it on. If Tish turns, turns out to be a woman who isn't a pre-op transsexual, then you can count yourselves more successful than any dating I've attempted to use. All right. Mm. You're pulling on my heartstrings, man. Maybe you could start your own sick and wrong dating site. Dean Harrison's Lonely Hearts Club. Just something to think about. <laughs> <laughs> That's, that, I mean, I've always wanted to, tragic. I've always wanted to do that, you know. What, have a dating site? Yeah, like I wanted to start a dating site for train wrecks. You know, hmm. like just specifically for train wrecks, like, you know, that, that makes sense. Trainwreck.ly or, you know, whatever the fuck you'd call it in Silicon Valley. You, you know, know uh, there's a dating site, you know, Pokemon app has a dating site now called Pokedate. Poke a date. Yeah. Great. <laughs> Maybe you should do that. Um, all right. Twisted Firestarter. I'll pass it on. I will pass on your Facebook. I'm not making mm. any promises. Yeah. Not to mention you do live on a separate continent. Mm. It's, a, it's a ways to go to Australia. But I will pass on your information because not you know, the only reason I'm doing this is because it's been a fucking long time since you've gotten laid. Mm. Yeah. An unbelievable amount of time. Like I, I feel for you, man. I really do. Anyway, well, I'll do what, I'll, we'll do what we can here. Yeah, this is our charity. Yes. <laughs> this is our charity. People email the show, com. iTunes, best way to listen to the show. Subscribe, rate, comment. We appreciate it. Boost visibility for the show. People can learn about us. They can discover us. It can change their lives. They can meet their wife, their wife here from the show. Yeah. It, it can happen, you know. Um, also, new t-shirts are available. New. New T-shirts are available. Yeah, yeah. new-ish t-shirts are available. We are rapidly selling out of larges. I know I say this every week, but we have like probably four left. So go to sickroundpodcast.com slash store. And if you're a, a large person that needs a large t-shirt, you can order one. Uh, we have plenty of XLs and other sizes. So sickroundpodcast.com slash store. Finally here, Sick and Wrong Song of the Week. Uh, before uh, we started recording, I was telling you about that band Brain Bombs. Yeah. They're one of my favorite bands. And it's a band I haven't thought about in a while. Mm. However, they're playing this Berserker Fest, this like noise rock festival at uh, the Terragram, that theater downtown. Mm. And Brain Bombs has never played in the U.S. before. Mm. They're this Swedish noise rock band formed in like 85. They're brilliant people. Mm. They have songs like Slutmaster and Slayer and Anne Frank and Urge to Kill, which is from their album Burning Hell. So we're going to end the show here with Urge to Kill. Which, um, I guess, kind of sums up my mood, really. My mood from uh, just having to watch the RNC and then right. think about the DNC that's coming up next week. And then hear about people like Gay Ann Coulter, who hate black Ghostbusters for no fucking reason. Well, you know, you never know. Sometimes weird things can happen. It gives you the urge to kill. Sometimes so you sit down and do a podcast, and then all of a sudden you've called Leslie Jones the Heinrich Himmler of date rape without it, even realizing why or what happened. It's sometimes, you know, you know sometimes you can't predict your own Yeah. <laughs> it really is. Life is unpredictable. Anyway, we're going to end the show yeah. here with Urge to Kill. If you're going to go to Comic-Con this weekend, make sure you check out Harrison. He's going to be by the Heavy Metal booth. On Sunday. Well, on it, Sunday. It already happened when the show comes out. Oh, what, no, the show comes out on Sunday. 
I'm actually going to post this one earlier. Oh, you are? I'm to, yeah, I'm going to... Uh, Right. I'm going to Comic Con, so I'm still posting on Saturday. Right. Okay. All right. Yeah. So Sunday, sure. So okay. Sunday, go yeah. uh, go meet up with Harrison. Yeah. And uh, get get yourself a sick and wrong sticker. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, people will be back next week with episode 543. Until then, take a seat.
further proof that you guys are a bunch of Nancy little bitch faggots. You both like cats. Cats are fucking shitty, shitty animals. <clears throat> I'm sorry, I'm smoking. Get a, get a goddamn dog. Dogs will be best friends with you forever. Until they die, they will be your best fucking friend. Cats will eat you when you, when you die. So fuck you. And Lance. And keep it sick and wrong. And that stuff.